Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Relatable Voice podcast. On today's episode, the RV is going to Los Angeles to speak with Elizabeth Comte. Elizabeth is a business owner, writer, and author. She's written poetry, short stories, and novels. And her new book, Finding Jane, is to be released this spring. So, Elizabeth, Welcome to the RV. Thank you, Lucia. Thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, I was looking forward to talking with you and I saw some beautiful photos of your garden on mm. Instagram. Yes, it's my favorite place to be. If I'm not writing, I'm in my garden. In fact, I was there all weekend getting the roses ready for blooming. They're starting to leaf out. So yes, it's my favorite place to be. It's my dream to have a garden here. Did you always have a green thumb? Well, my father and mother were both gardeners and we came, I come from a family of six kids and we all worked in the yard with them. That was part of our duties, chores. And I just loved being out in the yard with them. My mother grew roses. And so I guess that's where my love of roses come from. And I would just watch and, you know, there's something there's something very calming about working in the garden and it's creative, it's peaceful. You're one with nature and Uh, it just, it clears my head and it harmonizes with my soul. So all my pictures on Instagram, as you noted, are just beautiful pictures of flowers, not always all mine, but my challenge to people is look at a flower, not just at the quick glance at the color or smell it, but look inside because they're so amazing. And it really speaks to how the wonderful and amazing nature is. Yeah. So I take up, I take really close up pictures of flowers so people can kind of really see To me, it's like stopping and enjoying the moment. It's for me, it's looking at the world in the eyes of beauty rather than just taking in all the bad. It's kind of just allow yourself beauty and it's there if you just look for it. Yes. And they smell just wonderfully. Mm. Even if they don't have a fragrance, there's just smells to each plant, even leaves. If you, if I, <laughs> lemon trees, if you crack open the leaf, you can smell mm -hmm. the citrus and orange trees and, and mm -hmm. the green of the grass, even grasses have different smells to them. So it's just, it's just one of those pleasures of life that sometimes we as humans in our busy lives don't take time to notice how wonderful the smells are around us even in the different seasons, you know, when it's yeah. fall and you're turning over the dirt and ripping things out, you smell the dirt, you, sell, you smell the nutrients in it. And it's same in the spring when there's nothing there, but yeah, it's just a peaceful place for me. And I put a lot of my gardens 
in my writings and in my books. So always uh-huh. are some kind of character in the book. Basically, the yard, gardens, nature is is always the center point. So you are inspired by your flowers, and also you on an interior decorating business. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I um another part of my creative soul. You know, uh I worked in corporate world a long time in sales and marketing and when I um started having children, I I quit the corporate world and I moved into just doing gardens for myself and then I got hired and I started designing gardens. And I love English gardens. So I live in California. What I was doing is taking California plants and creating English style gardens because I love English gardens. <laughs> and then I um moved into interior design after that. And it's just about creating you know, I, I can take a space and imagine what it's going to be like, the colors, furniture placement, things like that. And it's just a, a part of um, beauty. I love to create beauty. That is my key. I say I create beauty for the mind. When I do my interiors, I always say I create beauty and beautiful environments to live in. It's about creating beauty because I, the world is a dark place. I, I, my kids always hate that because they think it's a negative attitude, but the world is a dark place. It's very difficult. And it's up to us to find the beauty and it's up to us to find the happiness within that ugliness. It's a, it's a choice and you have to search for it. And so my, my goal in whatever I do is to create beauty and I want to bring beauty back into the world. So my gardens, I do that with my design. I do that because we have to surround ourselves, look for it and ask for the beauty that's around us. Yes, I love what you said, Elizabeth. And I do that with my writing. <laughs> and when and how did you first get into writing? Well, I think like with any writer or painter or musician, it's just in you. Um, my brothers are musicians. My sisters are artists. And, and, and I'm sort of an artist, I, I say. I guess I am mm-hmm. an artist in writing. I think it's just something in you. And I think we all have a creative side. Some people say, oh, I'm not so creative. No, we are. You just have to find the creative avenue. I mean, yes. mixing cars can be a creative avenue. And I know that sounds strange, but it's it's using that part of your brain to think differently and do something productive. And so writing for me has always been a joy. I didn't do it a lot as far as what I do in poetry and short stories and, and books until later in life. About nine years ago, I started writing, but um, it's just always been a part of me and something I, I finally said, I want to do this. Going back to your book, your debut novel is called Finding Jane. Mm-hmm. So can you quickly tell us what the book is about? Yeah, it's really um, about a young woman's journey of finding life and love, Um, again, in a world that's probably very confusing. Um, Jane Reynolds is a young woman who um, is probably at, um, well, no, I can say she is because I wrote her. She's she's kind of disillusioned about life and love. She recently broke up from a long-term relationship that she thought was forever, and she works too much. And... um, she's just kind of, I guess, at a precipice of change in her life. And so she has, she works for a museum in Los Angeles. She's a museum exhibit creator and she has this trip to England and she's hoping this will be a reprieve and, and a way to kind of renew her soul. But when she gets there, she meets a psychic who tells her that she's unusual and she has a, she was born under the black moon and has a strange vibrational energy and she's going on a journey. And I think like most of us are like, "Uh uh-huh, sure. Whatever that means. (laughs) But when she goes on a walk the next day, she went, I'm sorry, when she goes to England, she goes on a walk and she has this strange sense of falling and she really doesn't understand what 
any of this means until she wakes up the next day in a strange house with strange people and finds out that she was found naked in a field and that it's 1833. And thus is the journey of finding Jane. Wow. That's like mystery. and <laughs> Sci-fi mystery. And then it turns into um, a lovely, you know, love story, classic love story. You know, there she meets a, a handsome landowner and she meets people that really renew her soul and give her the meaning of life, show her what the meaning of life is. And uh, she really immerses herself in this, this, this world, only to discover that the world's really aren't different no matter what time and place you are. Mm-hmm. And so she has to live out honor and has to make a decision about what she's going to do with her life. Whether she stays or leaves is what people are going to have to find out. <laughs> mm, I'm curious already. <laughs> and uh, what was your inspiration behind this story? You know, somebody else asked me that, like, well, how did you come up with this story? And first of all, as a writer, and you would know this, um, a lot of times people go, is that, did that happen to you? Or is it this about you? Or things yeah. like that. I go, no, <laughs> this is truly my imagination. This is my creative side. Uh, I only wish I was 29 again and could travel through time and meet a handsome English man and live, live in gardens. Um, that would be lovely. You know, quite honestly, it's been so long that I don't remember when this story came to me. I had bits and parts of it that I always thought, oh, I'm going to write a short story about this. And, you know, this should be interesting. And then when I did start to write, write it down, it just evolved. And I, I tell people when I write stories, I, I have people, characters who come to me and start talking to me and they're all around me and they're living their life. And it's almost like, Hey, Elizabeth, wake up. We need you to write the story. And that's what happens when I write my stories. The people who literally are living around me talking, sometimes they'll be having conversations and I'll say, I'll literally say, stop talking. I've got to write this down. So that's how I write my stories. I think they're fun. And they always, like I said, they always come to me. I've written three so far and I've got about probably four more in my head waiting, literally pounding on me going, could you write me down? Can you write me down? Sometimes I'm talking to people and sometimes I say, hmm, she could be a character. <laughs> But of course I changed the name. So. <laughs> Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Elizabeth, I always loved the 19th century literature. Why do you think Jenny Austen or the Bronte sisters are so timeless. Oh gosh, that's a that's a 
question for classrooms that answer that. I think for me, when I read any 19th century literature, what I love most, and I think I miss this and why I put it in my books, are the characters because life is surrounding you with interesting people. It's just not two or three people that tell a story. Everybody around you, from the person that you meet at the grocery store and buy your meat from, to the mailman, to the UPS guy, everybody has a character and a purpose and a point in your life. And Jane Austen does a really beautiful job with creating all these characters that are important to that main character's development. And I think that's what I most love about 19th century literature is all these ancillary characters, these people on the outside who who are important to your development and how you think and how you view the world. And she brings them in in unique ways. Um, You know, if you look at Pride and Prejudice, which this book is a lot like, look at all the sisters and how meaningful they all are to the main story not just Elizabeth and Mr. Darcy and all his friends and his sister and his, you know, cousins and, you know, the people that are at the dances. So they're all important to how you view the two main characters, the two love interests, how they think, how they act, how they view each other. And that's what I'm bringing to my stories. So you mentioned something interesting about creating beauty for the mind. Can you elaborate, please? Well, again, I think it goes back to my concept that, you know, the world is a very difficult place. And I, I, I said this years ago, I think we're actually in the dark ages because we aren't as a society creating anything new. Um, ideas are not fresh. You can see it in movies, in books, in business, in, in products. We're just kind of cycling around in this same old, same old. And we're in dark times. I mean, we're almost at the brink of war. And mm-hmm. we've just got out of a pandemic where the world shut down and we're learning to be with people again. So I, I call this time the dark ages of our time. Maybe I'm right. Maybe you're wrong. Who knows? <laughs> so how we got out of dark ages in every civilization in the past was through beauty, was through the arts. It was through painting and music and written word. And I'm hoping that we can get out of this whole time by, again, creating it. And you create beauty to counter the darkness, the ugliness. I truly believe in the yin and the yang, the good and the bad, the light and the darkness concept. You have to counter it with the opposite. And right now it's dark, so I'm doing my part. I'm creating beauty and I'm indulging in that, hoping to counter the negativity. So even if it's in your individual life, you have darkness, sadness or whatever, it's up to you, but look for it, create it, experience it, bring it to the forefront because it is there. Like I said, with my plants, you have to look for it, but you have to work hard to get it, see it and keep it. And with my writing, I wanted to create beautiful words. I wanted to create beautiful stories. I want people to read my books and just go, ah, this feels good. Or that story feels good and I want to remember it forever. Now, all my stories aren't happy and light and joyous, but it gives you a feeling of connection, which is a source of beauty. It gives you a feeling of satisfaction, which is a source of beauty. So that's what I say when I create beauty for the mind. I want somebody to read my work and connect with it, feel 
like they can relate to it and share it and live with it and keep on living with it and experience it. Just like any good book that stays with you forever. Mm -hmm. I hope my books, my stories stay with people forever. I think we can always try to bring happiness, bring positivity to others. Mm -hmm. You know, happiness, goodness, and badness and darkness, they're all vibrations. And so you can set off a vibration. It's kind of the concept of paying it forward. I want us to kind of pay it forward with beauty. If I'm creating beauty, you create beauty, you know, see the world through beauty. Other people will see the way you see it. So it's setting off a chain reaction. And I, I just think we all need to do that to counter whatever is happening in the world right now. That's true. I love you, Elizabeth. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not always a happy person, but you know, I do have it in my head and it's hard. it's, It's very hard to live. You know, this it's, I'm not Zen. It's just, I try and I struggle and this is how I do it. You know, I do it by growing flowers and I do it by, you know, my writings. So, you know, people have different ways to do it. Yeah. My daughter, you know, she bakes beautiful bakery stuff. (laughs) Whatever. It creates, creates happiness and goodness and light. I, I just truly believe if we can come from that source, it will set a chain reaction. So I create beauty for the mind, hopefully for the soul as well. Elizabeth, do you have a message you would like to share with our listeners today? Well, again, I will go back to life is hard, but don't, it's up to you to make it not so hard. And you have to search for your happy point. You know, I, my son is, is a young man and struggling through life. And I always say, Charles, nothing is going to be given to you. You have to seek it out and you must seek out what you want. It's and nobody's going to go, I know what you need and give it to you. Sometimes that happens. Some people are lucky. It seems like everybody else is getting it, but you, but you have to find it yourself. And for me, that was writing. It's something I didn't do for years because I had other things to do, raise a family, work, you know, bring home the bacon, so to speak. And I didn't do it, but I started it because I thought nobody's going to do it but me. Nobody's going to give me the opportunity to write. I wrote at 11 o'clock at night till two or three in the morning when I had free time. You do it. I had to seek it out and I had no other excuse but me to create and do what I need to do. It's not money. It's not time because you can find that if you really, really want to do it. So I think it's up to us to seek out what it is that makes us happy happiness is fleeting but there are moments and you have to seek that out and it's a continual process thank you this was a and i'm not a philosopher everyone (laughs) (laughs) this is just my journey of a woman who's who's you know been through life a little been through hardships and i'm here and i i'm starting a whole different journey of my life because it's my choice and i i took the opportunity to just do it was given to me, I sought it out and I grabbed it and I'm doing it. And if I'm a success at it, great. And if I'm not, I still got it done. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You still have your books, your creativity. gardening. <laughs> yes, they are so beautiful. And Elizabeth, where can we connect with you online? I have a website called Elizabeth Conti, C-O-N-T-E dot com. 
You can find all the information about me. I bought Instagram, which I'd love people to go to my Instagram because I do have beautiful flowers I post almost every day. It'll inspire you, give you a little joy and beauty in your life. And that's at Elizabeth Conti Writer Diva, D-E-E-V-A. And I'm on Facebook as well as Elizabeth Conti Author. Um, and also I wanted to tell you that my book is out. It is, I, I released it last week. It launched last week. Okay. So it is available on Amazon and it, and I have it in paperback and in hardback. The hardback is so pretty, um, but the hardback is pre-order. I think it's still coming, but it's beautiful. And um, the ebook will be coming out in a couple of weeks. So it's available. Go find it. Wow. So finding Jane is already. You can go available. find finding Jane. <laughs> Wonderful. I'm yeah, going it's- to Amazon now. You can go to Amazon. It'll be at other major retailers as well. And I always say to people, because of talking about cost, books are expensive. So if you'd like to find it at your library, you can always help an author out. Go to your library and ask them to carry it. They have a request form. Go online, say, I want this book, and they'll probably get it for you. So ask your library too. Don't let money stop you from reading good literature or um, you know, having time to relax and enjoy a good book. Wonderful. Elizabeth. You are such a poet. It was a beautiful <laughs> talk we had. Oh, thanks, Lucy. I really, I really, really appreciate it. That's really wonderful. Thank you. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening, and remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.